Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. The documentary Lucha Vavum explores the fascinating cast of characters behind this amazing show, an enthralling combination of high-octane Mexican wrestling, retro-style burlesque dancing, and witty commentary provided by some of Hollywood's most celebrated comedians. Discover how this family of wildly creative and passionate performers from diverse backgrounds, ethnicities, and gender orientations come together to create a unique shared experience. As the costumes, alter egos, and flamboyant performances are put on display, these masked marvels reveal their truest selves, offering up stories of perseverance, equality, and self-acceptance. And that is a wonderful description of this wildly entertaining and very fun documentary called Lucha Vavum. We're fortunate to have with us today the director of Lucha Vavum, and that would be Ben Churchill. Ben, welcome to film school. Thank you very much. Nice to talk to you, Mike. Nice talking to you with you as well. It's uh, this is what I just said. It's just wildly entertaining, and that doesn't just talk. That's not just about what we see on screen is the actual show, but about the people involved in this show. And there's an amazing array of people in in this show. When did you first hear about Lucha Vavum, and when did you make a decision to to make a documentary about this incredible enterprise? Well, originally, I'll, I'll back up for a second. I'm not from Los Angeles originally. I'm from Connecticut. So Lucha Vavum was new to me when I first heard about it. It was, I think, early 20, 2015 uh, or late 2014. Somebody I work with um, who is a founding partner, uh, his name is Nick Turner. Um, and he, uh, for TV4 Entertainment, the company that ended up making the movie, uh, and he's friends with Rita D'Albert and Liz Fairburn, who are the co-founders of Lucha Vavum. And he said, he said to me, hey, what about going down to the show and maybe recording like a short documentary, like a highlight or a profile piece? We said, sure, why not? We'll go down there and check out the show. So we went and saw a live show in February 2015 and fell in love with it instantly. Came back the next night and filmed several interviews with the cast, filmed some footage of the performances, and then went back to the edit room and discovered how cool the show was and how important the stories were to be told. And we went back to the bosses. And I say we, it was Eric Stone was the producer and he did a lot of the interviews with me. Okay. And Eric and I went back to the producers and said, hey, we, have a, we think we have a feature-length documentary here. Let's not do a five-minute piece. Let's do a full-length film and tell the full story. And they said yes. And that's what happened. Okay. Was there one particular performer or was it just sort of the array of people that caught your attention was 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 there a hook yeah the the, the hook i think may, the first hook there's like a few hooks and as a as a as an audience member you watch the show because i we didn't have access backstage first we had access to the to on stage right as, as guests of the live show mm-hmm. and we were hooked by the diversity of the show, the variety of acts, and the skill level, most importantly. That's, that's what really impressed us, with how amazing and how skilled these athletes and dancers and performers are. So while you might not be familiar with a certain type of act, 
whether it's Mexican wrestling or dancing, maybe you're something you haven't been exposed to, you're instantly impressed by the skill level, how great these performers are at what they do, how amazing they are. Um, and then suddenly you want to know more about them. You want to know who, that, who is that person behind that character. So there, was, there were a number of things, and that was the initial hook. And then we basically went downstairs backstage uh, of, of the Mayan Theater where Lucha Baboom happens, and uh, we got to interview whoever was available, basically, you know, some of the wrestlers and dancers, because a lot of times they're getting ready. They're very busy in the dressing room, sort of getting into their, their headspace and putting their makeup on, doing their hair, getting their wardrobe on. And so you find whoever's available, and then we just started to talk to one cast member at a time. And that's, we just sort of fell in love with everybody. And we actually met a number of these people on camera during the interview. So the interview you see in the film, it's, it's some of them, we're actually meeting them right there on, on camera. Okay. Well, let's, let's talk about the broad outlines. I sort of stumbled across the part of the, the actual sort of format for the show here. So you, you could do a better job of, of explaining how it's sort of, how, did, how does the show begin Okay, so the show begins, um, let's see, so they do the show about four times a year yeah. in, at the Mayan Theater in Los, downtown Los Angeles. Uh, and so let's say there's a February show, the, the Valentine's show. It might start out with uh, a dance act or an aerialist, like somebody who's way high in the air doing maybe dancing from a pole or uh, a, a, a hoop. And they might be doing some amazing act for like three or four minutes to some you know, some giant pop song, and it's really exciting. And then the host, Blaine Kapach, who's been with the show for 16 years, comes out and welcomes the audience. Yeah. He brings out a couple of guest hosts, and then they, the next act they do is wrestling. I believe it's wrestling. Okay. And what they do is they sometimes they, they'll, they'll change things up just to evolve it. Sometimes people go to shows over and over again, so they want to make the experience fresh and new each night or each time. But generally it goes from dancing to the host to, to wrestling, back to dancing or something like that, yeah. and then back to wrestling. So it's, it's, it's a combination of that lucha and that baboom. That's why they call it. There you go. Libre and burlesque dancing, which is the baboom. And the burlesque dancing, which, yeah, which is uh, very, all of it's very cool. And, there, and I always, when I was watching the film, I felt like there's a lot of winking at the audience and the, wink, and the audience winking back at the, at the performers. Or, and that, it's, I mean, it feels like it's, in, I guess, a better way of putting that. It's an interactive experience to go to this show. It is interactive because you're, yes, in, in, in a few different ways. Um, the most exciting or physical way might be when you're in the, they call it the golden circle. It's, it's the seats that are right outside the wrestling ring. And so what happens is the wrestlers will be in the middle of their match and part of the match, they will somehow fly out of that ring or throw each other out, <laughs> out of the ring and into the audience. Yeah. Now, they're, the show is prepared for it. They have ways to be prepared for these things. And you, as an audience member, sitting in the Golden Circle, front row, five feet from the edge of the ring, you have to stand up and get out of the way as security comes in and tells you to move. And then the security will do their best <laughs> to catch the flying wrestlers. And so that's one way it's very interactive. You literally have to get out of your seat to get out of the way. Yeah. Uh, I want to remind our listeners that we're speaking with the director of a documentary film that's a lot of fun, you'll enjoy. It's called Lucia Vavum, Inside America's Most Outrageous Show. It's the subtitle to the film, and uh, we're speaking with Ben Churchill. And you're absolutely right. And again, this is, uh, well, I don't know that we've, I've emphasized it enough, the wrestling, and if you can't tell from 
lucha. It's Mexican-style wrestling, so everyone, I think almost everyone, if not everyone, has some kind of a mask on um, in the ring that uh, has a mask on. Not everyone, though. So actually, I think about it because Jake the Snake Roberts does not wear a mask, but the Mexican wrestlers do? What's the sort of delineation yeah, it, there? Exactly. It varies. It, varies. it depends on the wrestler. Uh, one Actually, some, during the interviews, we learned that some of the wrestlers just choose not to wear a mask. It's just they don't like it. It's uncomfortable. It's, it's too hot for them. Where others do it because it's maybe they want to protect their identity or it's maybe more and more traditional. And then there's other wrestlers who are more inspired from like just sort of traditional, uh, not traditional, I shouldn't say traditional, but um, by, you know, inspired by wrestlers from the 1980s that you may have seen on TV back in the day when the WWE was WWF. So somebody like Joey Ryan doesn't have a mask, but he's more inspired by those sensational wrestlers of the 80s that you saw on American television. Yeah, and then also uh, Cassandro El Exotico. Uh, and I yes, Cassandro. Right. So Cassandro is uh, considered a luchador, though um, doesn't wear a mask. And what but what his his mask is, in a sense, as he talks about in the movie, is his hair. Yes. And what he talks about in the film is how, you know, if you if depending on the match, if you're a wrestler with a mask and the, the arrangement is that you if you lose that you have to rip off your mask and reveal your identity in front of pu- the public. And so be it. For somebody who doesn't have a mask, as Cassandro explains, he might have to cut off all his hair, his great, big, beautiful hair. It actually has to get cut off in the middle of the ring. Right. And that's sort of the exchange for not having a mask. Right. And as he explains in the film, it has happened to him a couple of times, which, is, which has been, for him, a real blow to, uh, to have to do that. So everyone in this film everyone is is very interesting they have their own wonderful little backstories you mentioned joey ryan uh marwawa the amazing uh did i even say that right marwawa no i think it's marwa marwa Ah. everyone everyone does that okay i as i was reading it, i just didn't sound right okay marwa the amazing she's got it she's a remarkable uh, cassandra we just mentioned um carice wild correct Rita Del Albert, uh, they're all, there's everybody. There's, so we have drag queens, we have sort of more burlesque-centric performers, we have Violet uh, Chachki from, uh, I guess she's been on RuPaul's Drag Race uh, over, a, and a whole slew of other people. All of them very colorful and, and entertaining. And it feels like they've been at this a while, so everyone has sort of worked on their character to the point where when they walk out, they know exactly how they're going to go about doing the performance, but also the audience, many of whom I assume are repeat customers, know exactly who they're going to be seeing in, the, in a good sense of, of knowing a familiarity with the characters. Is that all reasonably accurate? That's all. It's all very accurate. And a lot of times what happens is people, friends who have seen the show many times will bring new friends. And so we're finding there's, there's new fans constantly. And they can... Look, the Mayan Theater, I think, has a capacity of 1,800 people. Yeah. And that's a lot of people. That's a lot of seats to fill in that giant theater and up in the balcony. Uh, <laughs> so inevitably, you're going to have you have new people coming all the time. Yeah. And when I say we, it's, not, it's not actually, I'm not part of the show. I'm an outside filmmaker. Right. But I've, they've welcomed me so much into the family, I feel like I'm... I'm somewhat of a part of the family, you know, extended family. Oh, I'm sure. I am sure you are welcomed with open arms when you when you when you walk in there. Let's get to some of the business side of the of the filmmaking industry and talk about the film is actually on VOD release, uh, and people can go to uh, 
luchavavoomfilm.com to find out more about all of this stuff. But tell us where we can see the film. Sure. Right now, the film is available uh, for purchase or rental on Amazon and iTunes. And eventually, we'll have it available on more platforms uh, later this year, closer to Christmas. But right now, iTunes and Amazon. You can download or purchase. That's, or, I mean, sorry, purchase or rent. Right. That's great. So let me let me spell out Lucha, just in case. L-U-C-H-A, Vavoom is V-A-V-O-O-M, film.com. So if people are interested, that check it out there. And it's been a, a number of film festivals, done very well. Um, and I'm sure you've been having, I, c- I can't imagine other than the hard work of, you know, getting all the stuff done for the film, film, uh, the editing, all the different production things you have to do. It's, I'm sure was more than a little bit of work, but also I can't imagine that you're not having fun getting out and sort of telling the story of, of your film and of this pretty remarkable um, enterprise. Yes, it was a lot of work. I can tell you briefly that what we, so we shot about 30 hours of footage and in interviews and, and, and behind the scenes and show footage. And then Lucha Vavum granted us access to uh, 154 hours of archived footage oh from God. the past 15 to 16 years. Oh, my gosh. So there was a lot. I basically spent like three weeks just watching all of their archives and just going through and, and basically like labeling the footage, vlogging the footage, trying to find all the different wrestlers so that when you're talking about a certain character or a certain storyline, I could actually find these people from 2002. Um, and then from so, yes, there's a ton of work. It was about three and a half years on and off. We were working on multiple projects uh, at the same time, but to have it finally out, it's really exciting. Really didn't know how people were going to receive it, what they were going to think of the show. I mean, it's, while Lucha Vavum has been around the world and uh, in different parts of the U.S., it's very much a Los Angeles show. Uh, and so we were curious what the audiences outside of L.A. would think. And they've been re- very warm to it. Even my mother, is a, who lives in Connecticut, um, and, and had never seen the show, she really enjoyed the film. Now, she, now of course, it's my mother. She's going to say that. But uh, <laughs> I can tell you that she's been honest in the past. And she, 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 can, uh, she really enjoys it. So even as an outsider, she really got into the story. And it's some of the fun sort of seasoning in the film is that you see some of uh, some very well-known comedians and personalities from past shows who are there and quite obviously having a pretty good time being there as well. <laughs> I'm thinking of people like Jack Black, who announces to the crowd what sort of state of mind he's in. And there's a number of other people who are, looks like it would be, it's, it's a perfectly suited place for, uh, for standups and for people, especially for improv performers, to come to a show like that. And it sounds like Blaine... Uh, the host, uh, and I've forgotten his, what, Blaine... Blaine Kapach. Kapach, thank you. Blaine Kapach is probably well-versed in, in the art of improv himself. So it, it's it just, in addition to all of the visuals and all the music and all the dancing, you're getting um, some wonderful comedic commentary along the way as well. Yeah, no, uh, Blaine has been part of the stand-up world, and as a comedy, as comedy writer, he knows a lot of comedians. And so he's invited a lot of his his uh, his friends and other comics to the show, and we've been very lucky. I mean, Drew Carey has been to these shows. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot. Bobcat Goldwaite, who um, Pat Pat Nol- Tom Kenny, Tom Kenny, Pat Oswald, Fred Armisen, Jack Black. I mentioned. Uh, um, uh, I can see. His, yes, a lot. There's so many. I know. There's a montage in the film where we actually 
show a bunch of clips from a bunch of the different comedians telling what I think some are some of their funniest jokes as it relates to Lucha Baboom. Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. Again, start to finish, this is a kind of film that you know. Halloween is just right around the corner. It's just a couple of days away. And you, if you were having a bunch of people at your house, you'd want to put this on. Or just any party. I mean, just put it on and just sort of soak it up. Because uh, Although I don't think there's any substitute for actually going to the show. I can't imagine that, uh, that the live performance being there, the, sort of the, the, uh, the sense you have being in, the, in that room would, wouldn't top anything else no but it's funny with the it's i think there are actually two different experiences from what that was another concern was making this film for the hardcore fans of lucha baboom people have been fans longer than i have personally because they've been in la for the last 16 years it was like well, what are they going to think well we're getting positive feedback that they are actually getting a, a new experience out of lucha baboom by watching the film because you're actually hearing the cast members that's true some of which who you never hear a word out of because they're just dancing on stage or wrestling in, in character. Right. You actually get to hear them speak backstage, talk about their character, how they discovered their character or themselves. Right. So they're getting, they're getting an alternate perspective of Lucha Vavuna. So while it might be, yes, you want to see the show live, um, seeing the film is actually a great companion piece. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Well done. Well, well spoken. Absolutely. Because yeah, I don't think you're going to get, cause you get a bit of a backstory on all of, on, all the major performers, including the people who have put this together, right? Like uh, Rita Del- De Elbert, who her along with um, she founded the the uh, the show with um, was it oh. Liz Fairburn? Thank you. Yeah, it was her, Liz Fairburn and Rita De Elbert found, uh, co-founded the show together back in 2002. And Rita's Rita's background was dance and music, and uh, Liz was costume design and music also. And they were friends, and they were checking out those Lucha, Lucha Libre shows in Mexico. And they were having too much fun that they said, let's make that happen in L.A. Yeah. And that's where we are. And that's... And, you know, 60 years later, we're watching that idea happen every few months. Well, I'm good. And I hope, and I'm not expecting you to tell me one way or the other, but I'm hoping it's a financially successful enterprise simply because it is too much fun. It would be, it would be a shame to see it, it not succeed uh, on on a because the production costs were too high or something like that, but it just feels like this is a, a uh, this is a family of people. They have over time, I'm sure, become very close on a lot of different levels and support one another, and it has that vibe to it. So it does, you know. And I think I think they're doing just fine with the show. In fact, I wish they were doing more shows. Yeah, <laughs> everybody does because once you, I was at the last two shows in uh, uh, last week on Halloween. And I walked out going, I wish I can come back again tonight or next week. Yeah. So I, I, we're pushing. Everyone Everyone is pushing to do more shows. We'll see if they can handle it eventually. And it is, at the, we didn't mention, it's at the Mayan Theater. Uh, so that's, that's right, Mayan Theater in downtown L.A. has been there since just about the beginning, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a terrific, it's just fun. It's a lot of fun. The film, again, is uh, called Lucha Vavum, Inside America's Most Outrageous Show. It's available... Uh, to download and to uh, rent and to buy Correct. on Amazon and on iTunes. So it is, uh, check it out. Just fun. Just have a lot of fun with it. And uh, Ben, are you working um, on anything else now? Are you, it's, you've done a number of film productions, so. Yeah, I've done a lot of, I've done a lot of short documentaries and a lot of docu-series and stuff for uh, some YouTube things for a while, for a number of years. Um, I actually did a blind film critic series with Tommy Edison, so uh, we're always interested in film. 
Um, but right now, working on looking at another documentary, thinking about one that has to do with pirate radio in New York City during the 1970s and 80s. Wow. God, there was... So there was a giant, there was a giant culture there. That's uh, that's a different time before podcasting. Yeah. Um, where people, if they wanted to have a voice, they either self-published or set up an illegal radio station. You know that that era of New York has just been such a rich area for filmmaking, and uh, I just, in addition to just recently having studio, the director of Studio Fifty Four on, also had a uh, there's a documentary out about uh, Jean Michel Basquiat that came out at, for, of his younger years. Uh, there have just been a number of really well done and very entertaining documentaries about that era. So, good luck, good luck on that. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's an amazing time with the music and the culture and the footage. There's so much amazing stuff that I hope we can. Uh, yeah, I hope we can. You know, be compared to those other those great films that are out there already. Oh well, I, I as well. I hope so. I hope so, and I'm sure it yeah. will be. You had a lot of it. Look, there's a lot of energy in the, in this film in uh, Lucha uh, Vavum, and I'm certain that you'll be able to deliver with that as well. So, well, thank you again. Thank you, Ben Churchill, for being here on Film School today. Uh, again, uh, you can check this out at. Uh, luchavavoomfilm.com to find out more about the film and it's available on iTunes and Amazon. So uh, congrats. Congrats on all of it, Ben. Thank you so much, Mike. Great talking to you. As well. Thank you so much. Again, Ben Churchill, Lucha Vavoom, uh, the documentary. Thank you. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.